Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I am your host, Maria Retan, and thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, capitalizing on the online female audience. Now, we're going to be talking about this throughout the the next half hour. I was reading uh, a New York Times article, oh, several, I'm going to say several weeks ago, about the boom in advertisements on blogs and the growing financial success of those blogs. Now, blogs have been around for a while. We all know that. We all know that people are actually, you know, some of them are quitting their jobs and beginning blogs. Well, according to um, Mom Central's research team, they went out and conducted a study study this past summer, uh, went, went and talked to, I guess it would be about, you know, 300 of the United States and Canada's most influential and popular mom bloggers. Um, and some of the things that they found, which I thought was pretty interesting, is that more than 78% of mom bloggers now review products and services. 96% of moms value the recommendations that they find on those blogs, which to me is not too terribly surprising. I think that that's one of the services that bloggers really, really do provide to those of us who aren't in the blogosphere blogging all every day is those recommendations. 94% of moms rely on other moms to make purchasing decisions. I think that's even higher than I had expected. 92% of mom bloggers want to um, have more close communications with companies. And I will say just based on experience that I have had in working with bloggers um, in conjunction with companies, um, that that's something Something that I think both parties are very interested in, not just the mom bloggers. Uh, uh, more than 60% of mom bloggers consider making money important uh, to the whole process. Obviously, not every blogger out there is seeking to make money, but some actually do. And 37% of all mom bloggers uh, surveyed recently have been in contact uh, by the press. Uh, 39% spend more than seven hours a week on their blog, and a quarter of them write under a false name. It's a lot of statistics to share, but I just think it shows the power of the bloggers and really what they value, what they find important. Well, in that article, an Internet traffic measurement company called Comscore was quoted as saying, sites aimed primarily at women from mommy blogs to makeup and fashion grew 35%. This past year, and women's sites had 84 million visitors in the month of July alone. So, obviously, um, mom-focused sites are really on the way up. Uh, a lot of these, as I said, a lot of these mom bloggers are actually quitting their day jobs and and making a lot of money at this, or at least making comparable money. Um, I know I, for one, would love to be able to quit my day job. Uh, by the way, if my boss is listening, I really don't mean that. But I uh, would like to be able to supplement my income by making uh, some cash, like writing what I know about. But 
I would imagine it takes a lot of time, and my guest today will be able to address that. Um, before we get to the guest today, though, I want to talk a little bit about our purse profile. It's the Gucci girl, and I think that the Gucci girl is probably a woman out there who has her own blog, and if she's not blogging herself, she's certainly online quite a bit. She's a single woman in her late 20s and early 30s and has a higher income. Oh, about $91,000 is the median household income for this woman. Uh, she's average age, 29 years old, obviously college graduate, and employed full-time. Now, the Gucci girl, hence the name Gucci girl, keeps up with fashion. Uh, she lo- loves to read the fashion magazines. Every season she's out there buying the latest fashions. Doesn't mean necessarily spending a lot of money on those fashions, but she wants to be trendy. She seeks to change it up, changes her style, uh, really tries things out for novelty and fun. She loves to go out and shop. These are the women that retailers absolutely adore because this is a woman that just likes to do it for fun. She wants to make a statement. She is money-driven and ambitious. She's very career-focused. And uh, she loves to entertain people. This is definitely a people person. When it comes to brands, she's shopping at Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus, Banana, Victoria's Secret, and Ann Taylor. She's driving an Infiniti, a Cadillac, a Jeep, uh, maybe even a Mercedes-Benz. Because remember, this woman doesn't have children. She can afford those luxury cars. Uh, for cosmetics, it's Alme, Avon, a little Doug, Clinique, L'Oreal, kind of all over the map there. And, of course, with designers, Gucci would be at the top of the list because this is the Gucci girl, Kenneth Cole, Calvin Klein, Guess, and Vera Wang. Now, if you're a company out there and you're wondering how you can connect with this Gucci girl, well, obviously, websites are going to be huge. iVillage is big. Um, eBay, she's on eBay looking for that bargain. She's on Travelocity booking her next trip. She's reading news on usatoday.com. And she's um, on the community space. This is like MySpace uh, and eHarmony.com because, remember, this woman is single. Uh, she's reading magazines like Allure, Shape, Vogue, Self, Cosmo, and Glamour. And when it comes to television, she's getting some entertainment and news. Uh, she's watching E, VH1, Lifetime Bravo, uh, TBS, and TLC. And when it comes to primetime on the networks, it's Entertainment Tonight, Desperate Housewives, and Grey's Anatomy like everybody else in the country. Well, um, the theme for this for this show is really about capitalizing on the online female audience. It's growing by leaps and bounds. It's the stats I shared just a few minutes ago really show. We know that mom bloggers are really, really focused women out there seeking wider and wider audiences. We also know that a lot of companies are getting into the game as well, uh, whether you're you know, you're Comcast and you're paying out millions of dollars to buy daily candy or your Yahoo creating Shine that publishes original content and blog posts or your Glam Media, which really is a network of more than 650 women's sites. I mean, they're just out there. Things are booming. Well, the theme for today is capitalizing on that online female audience, and no one knows more about that than my guest for the program. Elisa Camahort-Page is the COO and co-founder of BlogHer. Uh, BlogHer has more than 2,000 blogs by and for women, and when Lisa comes back in just a moment, we're going to be talking about the network, what's, what's new with BlogHer, some details around the upcoming national conference, which is always a big hit. So stick around. More purse strings in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. 
First Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. I am so excited to have Elisa Kemahort Page on today. Elisa is the COO and co-founder of BlogHer. And I know many of you out there have heard about BlogHer. Uh, lots of exciting things happening. The network just wrapped up a national blog out, BlogHer reach out tour. And Elisa's here to share news about that road trip along with many, many other things. Elisa, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Maria. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm thrilled to have you. I've been wanting to have you on the show for quite some time to be able to talk about BlogHer, and it seems like the timing is just right. But before we get into talking about what's new with you, if you could, just for people out there who may not have heard about BlogHer, maybe the one or two people out there, I think that's maybe all <laughs> there is, can you share a little bit about the company? Yeah, absolutely. Um, BlogHer started back in early 2005, and it really started as a labor of love. For me and my two partners, who were also bloggers, Lisa Stone and Joy Desjardins. And we started it because we wanted to put to rest a question that really needed to die. And that question was, where are the women bloggers? Um, and, and, and people talking about why don't women blog and, and where are they and maybe they don't like the free discourse, etc. And um, we knew that there were lots of women bloggers out there. And so we decided to just ask the question 
hey, if we decided to put on a conference buying about women, women bloggers, you know, would anybody be interested? And the response was really immediate and passionate and positive. And so 120 days after posting that blog post asking the question, we had our first conference um, because there were tons of women bloggers. And, and what we discovered is they really wanted a place to be found and to find one another and to raise their visibility and their voices. And so um, their feedback kind of drove the development of our mission, which we really stick to even today, which is to create opportunities for women bloggers to pursue education, exposure, community, and economic empowerment. And it drove us to launch everything Blogger does now. So uh, in 2008, we still do our conferences. This year, we served about 2,000 people through our conferences. Um, we launched blogger.com, which is a news hub and online community by and about women bloggers. And finally, we have a publishing syndicate. As you mentioned, we now serve um, advertising and promote the work of over 2,500 bloggers in that syndicate. Yeah, that is so exciting, and I know that those bloggers are more than appreciative. I've talked to a number of bloggers on this very program, and some of them uh, participate um, in the network and just love what you do. I've talked to others who have gone to the national conferences and have even spoken at the mm -hmm. conference. And again, raving about the network because I, I really think that you do provide such a service for them. And as a result, those of us who get to read those blogs, I think, or feel, feel that um, you know, there's a voice out there. There's a there's an entity out there that's just making the quality um, and the voice even stronger. Um, and I know getting that that exposure is so important to blog her. I know uh, a piece of news that happened this year is. Um, that you know you had a partnership with NBC Universal and GE and a venture ca venture venture capital firm. Am I right? So that that's obviously huge news. Yeah, it's very exciting. Actually, uh, in July of this year, that was actually our Series B funding. So we had gotten Series A in 2007 when we decided. In 2007, we had 160 bloggers in our publishing syndicate. We were doing one event per year. Um, we realized that if we wanted to scale and bring more bloggers into the syndicate and continue to work with Fortune 500 companies as advertisers, we needed more reach and we needed investment to do that. Uh, we had been bootstrapping for 18 months when we decided to make that step. So this July, we did our Series B funding, and Venrock, our Series A investor, came back in, and they were joined by the Peacock Fund, which is uh, the venture arm of uh, General Electric and NBC. And separately, we also did an operating agreement with uh, women at NBC Universal, uh, including iVillage, and then they also that also encompasses Bravo and Oxygen. That was more of a content, uh, an agreement to to help each other spread the word and promote each other's content. Well, and I have to imagine that that was met with with huge approval from the bloggers within the network. Well, it's, it is because, you know, iVillage is still the number one destination site for women online. And, you know, when we provide them with fresh, community-driven content, that exposure part of our mission goes into hyperdrive. The women in our community notice it right away when they're one of the links we're featuring on iVillage. They do see a traffic bump. They do get exposure to new readers because the overlap between us is actually surprisingly low. So we have, a, you know, our reach of over 10 million unique visitors a month is not very duplicated with iVillage's reach, which is higher than ours. 
So we have a great opportunity to bring new readers to each of the properties. Oh, very complimentary. Well, I know, obviously, you've got some very success, successful bloggers um, participating in your network. In your opinion, what are they doing right? What are women needing from sites that are in your network? And they obviously are keep, they're keeping to get this information. What keeps them coming back again and again and again? Well, that's a great question, and there's a little bit of um, a surprise, I think, in the answer. We did a study in March of 2008 with a third-party company called Compass Partners, and we surveyed both uh, almost 5,000 of our BlogHer readers across the network, and we also did a separate study of almost 2,000 general population of U.S. women. So it was weighted and distributed to match the, the general population. And we sort of compared the two populations. And the answers about why they read blogs um, were almost identical. Uh, the main reasons are really consistent. It's, a lot of it is self-expression. Um, a lot of it is finding community. And along with that comes getting information and advice. But then there's one more factor that's actually the number one factor, which is that it's fun and entertaining. So the message there is that, um, you know, I think people are used to thinking that online is stealing readers from print information sources and from other information sources. I don't think they're used to thinking of blogs as so entertaining that people would rather be participating in the blogosphere than watch a movie or watch TV. But our survey actually showed that they were stealing time from all of these media channels to participate in the blogosphere. So it's scary stuff for the traditional media world, both on the news and information side and on the entertainment side. Well, I know I used to be in television news, oh, I'd say five, five years ago, six years ago, and even then we were seeing attrition from our viewers into other mediums. And we, right. we've, you know, we've all read about how newspapers are shutting shutting down or they're cutting staffs. We've heard about how uh, you know, NBC and Fox have joined together in major markets to try to you know, um, pull their resources, so to speak, so they could do a better job and save some money. I mean, it's, it is bad news for a lot of traditional media, but it's exceptional news, I think, for the end user, someone who yes. wants really great information in real time, and they don't have to wait until 6 o'clock. Or 10 o'clock. Right. I mean, I, I feel like the winner is, is someone like me who just wants to go on and, and be entertained and get my information when I want it. I think on demand is just fabulous. Well, that is the beauty of the blogosphere for women. Women are uh, notoriously time impoverished. And the Internet provides what you want when you want it. And yet it feels in the blogosphere like a real-time conversation. So it has that immediacy even though we are all participating at different times. I know. I just love that. Well, I, and I have to assume that you get a lot of feedback from the bloggers in your network, and and we know time and time again they're growing their readership. The people that come on that that read these blogs habitually, they're growing and growing and growing. But I have to imagine that there's room for improvement. Have, has Blogger identified areas of or areas of um, improvement that are needed to continue to keep the quality up? Well, I I should start by saying that. Um I usually say there, there isn't one blogosphere, there are many. And I, I certainly don't think that one code of conduct or one set of guidelines uh, and one definition of quality applies to the entire blogosphere. In Blogger's community, both at blogger.com and across our publishing syndicate, 
We have very strong community guidelines on blogger.com and editorial guidelines for the bloggers in our syndicate. That has set us apart from the very beginning. But every site owner and publisher can make their own decision about what kind of environment they want and what kind of conversation they want to foster. I think every blogger should have their own policies about what they will allow and not allow. Uh, sometimes, and especially companies, have this idea that if they go into the blogosphere, anything has to go. That I mean, anything goes and it has to be that way. And in fact, no, you can have policies and as long as you're public about them and disclose them and say, this is what I accept and this is what I don't, people then can make the choice. And then it's up to the reader to frequent sites that provide the kind of environment that you're comfortable with. Uh, from a commercial point of view, it's the same thing. A lot of times advertisers and PR folks, um, they don't realize that they, they can set a standard for what kind of disclosure and what kind of ethical policies they want from the bloggers they reach out to. They can, can, they can indeed control that and be part of that solution instead of throwing up their hands and saying, well, it's bloggers. We just, you know, we just give it up and see what happens. It doesn't have to be that way. You can set your policies and guidelines. It's a cop-out, really, to pretend that we're helpless in that regard, either on the reader side, the publisher side, or, or the commercial, the advertiser, or uh, PR side. Uh, and, and I think that um, some areas of the blogosphere don't require, they're never going to be appropriate for a lot of commercial entities to feel comfortable with, but they don't want to be, and that's their choice, and it's totally okay. But um, for those of us who are trying to operate, we can set policies and guidelines, and that makes all the difference in the world. Do you think that bloggers out there um, are looking for companies and or PR agencies or advertising agencies to be in that two-way communication and open to kind of setting the ground rules? I mean, do you feel like that, that they're expecting that to happen? I think absolutely that bloggers, and I say this as a blogger, I have uh, many personal blogs, uh, four of which, uh, to give you an idea of how many I have, only four of them are in the blog her publishing syndicate. So I do run our ads and I do um, <laughs> occasionally get emails from our from our employees who don't realize because I have different usernames for each blog. And I see exactly what our customer service is like because as far as they're concerned, I'm just another blogger. So I get the emails and I get all that. It's really fun. But um, in any case, uh, as a blogger who gets pitched all the time, some you know I get pitched a lot because of BlogHer, but I get pitched on my individual blogs all the time without people realizing I'm with BlogHer. And I think a lot of bloggers who are open to monetizing their blog, who are open to um, having commercial relationships, they want there to be clear policies. They want um, to be treated professionally and to treat the PR people or advertisers professionally. As I said, not everybody in the blogosphere is interested in that, and it's totally their choice. But for most of the bloggers who expect and want to make some money doing what they're doing, um, yeah, they want to be treated as a professional and, and, and behave that way as well. And so we can all participate in creating that environment. Well, and, and I know Blogger is leading the way on that. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, um, we'll ask, talk a little bit uh, to Lisa about the Blogger Reach Out Tour that was just this past month um, in two different cities. So we're going to find out what it was like to hit the road and talk to folks in those cities when we return. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? 
That's the sound of me making money with ReferBack.com. They've shown me how to... ReferBack.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. ReferBack gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit ReferBack.com. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting in a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. Look smart. Premium and performance advertising solutions. Max, with our lean and mean team, how can we manage our publishing needs and still have time to save the planet? No worries, 99. DMX is the premier ad exchange network. They publish ads that circle the globe every day. It's a mission possible. But you know our inventory needs maximum exposure. Would you believe DMX had 10 billion impressions just last month? Their real-time auction-based service gets us the top dollar for our ad space, while their superior service saves us the time we need to save the world. Oh, sorry about that, Chief. But we need creative control and our own third-party networks. And who will help manage our relationships? CMX has MediaGuard. We can select our own advertising banning profile, so direct media exchange networks know which ad types we don't like. And we look great. And did I mention DMX is free? Looks like working undercover is a thing of the past. Get smart. Get DMX. Making every impression count. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology. Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I'm joined today by Alyssa Kamahort-Page, COO and co-founder of Blog Her. And we've been talking today a little bit about uh, Blog Her, the network, the syndicate, all the exciting things that have been going on this past year, uh, the tremendous growth in blogging and bloggers. And I know, Alyssa, you, you just were on the road in October with the Blog Her Reach Out Tour. How did that go? Uh, thank you for asking, Maria. Yes, we were in Washington, D.C. and Boston this October. Uh, we did two cities on our Reach Out Tour, and we um, had a great time in those cities. We've, we've done Blog Her Business out in New York before, so we have been on the East Coast before, but we've never done a particularly just a blogger-oriented conference on the East Coast uh, before. So we were very, very thrilled to go there and meet some people who perhaps haven't been able to come all the way to California um, as three of our conferences have been there, or even go to Chicago as it was was there in 2007. And I'll tell you, there's a couple things 
I learned. One was just to reinforce that, yes, the face-to-face element really is important still. I think it's one of the most important things we do every year is have our conferences and meet our community face-to-face and let them, more not us meeting our community, but giving this opportunity for the community to to meet one another face-to-face. We love to meet our online friends in person. They are our real friends. And we crave that opportunity to just talk to them live and in person. And I will just never give up that aspect of what we do because we, there's nothing like it to refresh and revitalize uh, your whole commitment to what you're doing, whether it's you as an individual blogger or us as blogger the organization. It really brings it to life exactly why we're doing what we do. But the second now, thing... Now, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, the second thing that's so important is it just reinforces something that's been our message from the beginning, which is there are amazing women blogging everywhere in every location about every topic. And anyone who says they can't find a qualified woman's voice um, to participate in anything they're doing, whether it's a conference or a website or anything, they're either not looking very hard or they just haven't asked for the right help. Because I'm just continually um, blown away by the diversity and the quality of the writing women are doing out there. And I really think the blogosphere is such a powerful medium to disco- for discovery. Oh, it absolutely is. And I, I was curious, I was going to ask you, why Washington and Boston, besides the fact that they're, they're major metropolitan areas, do, do, are you seeing that those were two cities where you have a higher proliferation of, of bloggers? Well, there's a couple reasons. Um, We originally decided to do the Reach Out Tour because when we picked our location for the annual event, we we did it in San Francisco, there were a lot of other cities that had some pretty high community um, polling about, oh, we wish you would come do the conference here. Washington and Boston were two of those. Um, and, and so there's, there is a community out there who had been hoping we would do the annual event out there. So we decided in 2008, well, why don't we go visit some of these cities with smaller scale events? Um, Washington and Boston are, you know, the response was particularly great. And I think it's because they're, they're very accessible from other big cities. There's, there's a lot around there. Well, Boston, of course, has um, a pretty active social media scene, and it has the Berkman Center at Harvard, and it has a lot of academia there um, where they're very interested in the Internet. So there's sort of that. And then D.C., of course, this is a political year, and Blogger has focused a lot on political coverage in 2008. Um, So it was sort of natural to go to D.C. a month before the election. It was pretty great. Oh, I can only so, imagine the energy in that city at that time must have been great. Yeah, um, I know you, you, you host a national conference every year, and I know this past year it was in San Francisco, as you mentioned. And um, I understand that um, you're, if I'm not mistaken, going to announce where the conference is going to be in 09. Am I right? We just announced it a week ago. And it's going to be in Chicago, Illinois. We're going back to Chicago. Uh, we're actually doing a couple things differently. Um, the first year we held it in Chicago, we held the meeting portion on the Navy Pier, which is a beautiful location, but it's about a half a mile from the closest hotel. So people, you know, there's a lot of swag. You may hear le- tales of the legendary swag at Blogger. Blog well, that meant people were carrying around their laptops and all this stuff and, and 
we discovered this year in San Francisco that people really love to be under one roof. So we're doing it in Chicago, but we're doing it all at the Chicago Sheraton and Towers. So all the hotel rooms and all the meeting um, functions can be all under one roof, make it much easier for people. We're also doing a second thing differently in that the last two years, we've done Blogger Business in the spring in New York, and then we've done our Blogger Annual event in July. This year, we're actually doing Block Her Business as a pre-conference day in Chicago on July 23rd. And then we're doing the annual event, Block Her 09, on July 24th and 25th. So we're combining the two events, which we think, you know, in these times, um, that'll make it much more efficient and economically feasible uh, for our sponsors, for our attendees, for everybody, for us, for Block Her, for everyone involved. It's just going to make it a lot more um uh, economically efficient. So we're sort of tacking that on and doing the two together. That sounds fabulous. And for those people um, who may be interested, who all can attend this 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 conference in July? Well, actually, the conference is open to everybody. You do not have to be a blogger even. We have programming designed to help new bloggers get started. You do not have to be a woman. Men are more than welcome. There are men who are members of our site. There are men who are members of our publishing syndicate. Um, And there are men who attend blogger conferences and see what we're all about. Uh, And so it's really open to everybody. And of course, there will be lots. We usually have lots of media. Uh, We usually, the sponsors send a lot of people who um, are there to sort of get the vibe and figure out what mostly women bloggers are all about. Uh, So it's a pretty diverse crowd. Well, and people should sign up early too, because I know it's well attended. How do people, how people uh, sign up for the conference? Well, we haven't opened registration yet, although we're hoping to do so before the end of the month. Uh, We, uh, you can just go to blogher.com and there's a conferences um, tab where you can click to and see all the latest news. Uh, we do. We have sold out each of the four previous annual conferences, so it, it is good advice. We will also have early bird pricing, which will expire February 28th, so it's a really good idea to register before February 28th. We've kept the pricing per day the same since 2005. If you get early bird pricing, it's $99 a day for the, the Blogger 09 annual event on the 24th and 25th. So we really try to make this as accessible as possible, as, as affordable as possible. And, and the sponsors are what makes that possible. They really subsidize the event for everybody. Well, it's a great it's a great event. It's a great value, and it's a great city. Chicago is fabulous. I love Chicago. Well, it Elisa, is. Thank, it, thank you so much for making time to be on the show today and let us know what Blogger is up to and, and being able to talk a little bit about the upcoming national conference. If you haven't gone out there and you want to sample what's going on in the blogosphere, Blogger's national conference is definitely the place to go. So thank you so much for being on today. Well, you're welcome, Marianne. Thank you very much again for having me. Oh, you bet. And thank you so much to Eddie today. He's filling in for George as the producer. Appreciate that, Eddie. And join me next Tuesday at 3 o'clock for another edition of Purse Strings. Make it a great day. 